It's life on life's terms. Uh, a little late, sorry guys. A little guys. late, sorry. We uh, had some technical difficulties. Yeah, but, we're only uh, like half an hour late. We are the Life on Life's Terms podcast, and I'm Tom Robinson. And like I always say, we're not affiliated with any 12-step programs, and you know, um, which means that we don't represent them in any way, shape, or form. Uh, you know, um, I endorse them. I think they're great, and uh, they've helped me a lot. But that doesn't mean that uh, what we're doing here is anything like a meeting uh, or even uh, uh, can take the place of uh, uh, all of 12-step recovery. Right, right. Um, By any means. So basically we don't represent anybody but ourselves. That's right. The opinions stated on this show are strictly coming from the person who says them. Right, um, exactly. Because we don't want to have to be constricted by traditions and all that stuff. We're just <laughs> trying to help people uh, get and stay sober and you know find recovery. It's I Understand, say it all the time. Spread understanding. I say it all the time. Oh, by the way, I'm Chris Mandeville, uh, recovering heroin addict. We are here at a New Way Recovery Center in uh, Quincy, Mass. I'm also Quincy a recovering heroin addict. Um, and... So, we're just trying to help people. I say it all the time. It's 2019, and people still don't know what to do to get sober. Yep. Right. Um, so, we are trying to bridge a gap. Some people have a bunch of kids or whatever. They have to take care of someone. They can't get out to a meeting. Um, we're trying to bring recovery to your fingertips. That's our hashtag. Recovery uh, at your fingertips. I like it. You know, it's, it's, it is 2019, and everybody's... You know, into technology, and everyone got their phone in their hand. So, if you want to yeah. listen to a meeting or watch a meeting, then there you go. Right. Um, so tonight we have Larissa. We uh, were introduced to her through uh, Angelica Bryan, who was on a little while ago. A very powerful uh, podcast. If you haven't checked it out, definitely go check it out. Um, yeah. You know what she has gone through and endured, and is coming back from is pretty incredible um so we're gonna turn it over to larissa and she's gonna share her story with us thanks mm. guys i appreciate you guys asking me to speak over here um this thanks is a really coming. cool setup and i guess i never really know where to start but you know we were talking earlier that i grew up in brockton mm. and um you know, I always feel like I need the disclaimer that I don't think that anything that happened to me made me an addict. I think that I was born that way. I really have that belief system. And uh, but yeah. you know, like a, a, I had a lot of stuff happen. Predisposition. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my dad's an addict, and actually, I told him earlier. I was like, "Oh, I'm probably going to be on a podcast, so I'm going to have to talk about my childhood." And he was like, "That's fine. I wasn't there anyway." <laughs> <laughs> Oh wow! Oh, nice. Like, yeah. He's probably gonna yell at me that I said Good that. Good cover but, up, uh, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> Good cover. So uh, I ain't my fault. <laughs> Can't blame whatever, me. Whatever happened, happened. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you know, so I grew up with my mom, and I have two little sisters. They're about ten, eleven years younger than me, so there was a like, pretty big age gap. Um, hmm. And you know, I had all the diagnoses when I was a kid: anxiety, depression, PTSD, sexual yeah. abuse. Um, but the, the, know, the, the, that's it. the thing, like. Nowadays, you walk into an office mm-hmm. and you're walking out like nine minutes later with a diagnosis. Oh, yeah. Like, no one is like sitting you down and saying, okay, so what happened? You know, or well, I don't know. Well, how long has this been going on? It, like, you can walk in and say, hey, um, I'd like to get uh, some Adderall. Right. Okay. But I think no, that might be a blanket statement, yeah. too, because there no, might be is. some good yeah. offices out there. Because I, I right. see a counselor now, and I had gone to therapy in and out for the last probably 12 to 15 years, mm-hmm. and I would have said that up until like two months ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I you mean, there is... found a good one. I'm, I'm yeah. sure there's plenty of good doctors out there. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, people in recovery, like, I'm not saying that people can't take medication. Oh, yeah. Because if... Right. <laughs> Yeah, you know, if, if you need I'm, it. I'm not a doctor. I can't tell you that. <laughs> right, you know? right. I just uh, pretend to be one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so mm. what, what, what I recommend to people that I work with is 
sure, go see a doctor mm-hmm. and get let them see you a few times. You know, meet with these right. doctors and 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 have a few sessions before you're walking out of there with a well, script. Well, you know what concerns me is when people are prescribed medication from their primary doctor. Because yeah. I feel like that's just wild. Like, your primary knows very little about your mental health. Usually. Yeah, you're giving me a physical. Yeah. Like, once a year. And like, you have a mole and anxiety. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, you might want to get that checked out. Here you go. Yeah. Well, one, one, thing, uh, one thing that I know from my experience is that uh, you really can't be diagnosed as far as uh, your mental state if you're using you know what I mean? No, no exactly. Yeah. Like you get not even in detox. Yeah, either, even even you know? even the first maybe however long in sobriety. You know, uh, I don't know, two three months. You know, yeah. let yourself Five let it get years. out of your system. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> Sometimes it depends, right? But no, really. some people have screaming mental health issues that they, you know, oh, and, and that's a lot of people. That's the why they're XYZ that's why they're self medicating. That's mm-hmm. why they're getting high. That's right. Because they can't deal with how they feel. Right. Yeah. You know. So, and I and I hate when people shame it too because I have sponsees that you know they have diagnoses that they have to be on medication and uh, mm-hmm. they they'll get off of them because they feel like X Y and Z told them that they shouldn't and, yeah, you yeah. know and it's just painful to watch and a lot of times they relapse right because without proper medication or treatment whatever that looks like chances are you're going to use and, and that's probably why they got into that predicament right, to, begin to begin with, with yeah you know because you don't know how to deal with but it, it it is mental health is, and addiction is very stigmatized oh yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm not a doctor. I can't tell you what you can and cannot take. But mm-hmm. if you're an addict like me, right? I'm gonna <laughs> addict math. You know, it says take one every four hours. I'm taking four every one hour. Yeah, right. one time I did an exactly. outpatient detox, and they literally gave me like 20 medications. Yeah, they were like, "Oh, go <laughs> home." <I was> like, <laughs> we, got, we got a story about that. <laughs> what doctor was that? So we, I think we know it. your doctor. Probably, so. I think it was a, at a Weymouth, maybe or something. Um, I, don't, I don't know. But every, it was way. a cash doctor. So a satellite. <laughs> yeah. Back in back in <laughs> 1995, oh, maybe I went to this doctor out in Brighton. <laughs> right, I'm not going to mention his name, but it was. At a place called Brighton Family Practice. What? Not going to mention the doctor's <laughs> name. That's like that's specific. It's, yeah. it's 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 already been all over the news. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You go there and they give oh, you we go three there. days worth of pills. Yeah, you get a home detox kit. Thirty different kit. kinds of pills. So you're walking out of there with a, a grocery oh, bag wow. full of pills. Yeah, and then it's crazy. Then I go to jail, get sober, go to treatment. Mm-hmm. And we have a house doctor, so mm-hmm. we'll go <laughs> we'll go into this doctor's office, and I'm like, where are we going? And they tell me, and I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, that's the house doctor. Yeah. And they say, yeah. Like, I'm I like, love that oh, doctor. my God. <laughs> He's been doing it for years, oh, for years. He's kingly. Hi. She's so cute. Sticking her little <laughs> tongue out. <laughs> anyway, back good. to your story. Yes, sorry. yes, sorry. Okay. Um, Rabbit yeah, hole. So, so once mm. I... Hey, I'm down for the cause. But once I was like 14, that's when I started picking up. Um, and it's funny because I always say like you could tell that I was an addict and my best friend wasn't because I I think I was drinking gin. And I took a sip. Um, she took a sip and she was like, oh, that's gross. And I took a sip and I was like, what else you got? You know, yeah. and I blacked out yeah, the like first that, time. Yeah. And I remember <laughs> like still to this day, that was my worst hangover. And I was like, man, I'm never going to do this again. Never, you know. And then the next oh, weekend yeah. being like, oh, when are we doing this again? You right. know? And that's how I feel like it quick. really took off. Yeah. I mean, it started with, you know, alcohol and weed and the people that I hung out with, it progressed. And so I just... I mean, by the time I was 18, I was using a needle, you know, shooting heroin. Yeah. You know what's hilarious is they say weed's the 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 uh, mm-hmm. gateway, the yeah. gateway drug. Yep. Everybody God. does booze first. Almost everybody. Yeah. The first thing you do is drink. Well, alcohol is right. a gateway drug. Yeah, big yeah. time. That's for yeah. sure. So at 18, you're already uh, IV heroin user. Yeah, and it, and it's crazy, wow. right? Because I had like always That's had tough. office jobs, and I was able to keep up appearances, but I'd be like puking on my cubicle, <laughs> using it in the parking lot, and yeah, right. You know, yeah. But but like any good addict, I was able to like cover it up and um, got that nine to five. I gotta yeah. meet. I gotta meet the guy at eight <laughs> fifteen. <laughs> like man, I need an hour lunch. Um, yeah, but I mean, it was only that good for a little while, and then I started right. going right. into treatment. I think when I was like twenty or twenty one. And it was just a break, you know what I mean? It was just a break for me. I, a break to get for people to get off my back, 
you know. Right. Yeah. Um, I never really wanted to be clean. I don't think. Um, I just did what I thought I was supposed to do. Yeah, you, you know? wanted the heat off. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and people stopped mm-hmm. watching me, pretty much. But right. every time I just got out and did the same thing, like, immediately. I couldn't even put together two days clean on the street. Um, I really thought that I would be dead by the time that I was 21. I was actually pretty mad that I made it as far as I did. That's funny. You know, I think that's a very common thing. As yeah. My, I was just talking to a 20-year-old today. I said, I don't think I'm going to live that long. It's like, yeah, yeah, dude, everybody says that. I know. <laughs> but you like, you really believe it, you know? Or I did, at least. Mm. Seems so vast. And yeah, and so nobody much, really so was time. even dying back then. Like, there were some people, but, right. you know. There like, wasn't. when I, I've said it a few times. When I was using, you very rarely yeah. heard of someone overdosing. It was like a big deal. Exactly. Not that it... It's dying's, not, it's a big the, deal. the, the newest thing. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's just like amplified since fentanyl came on the <laughs> scene. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I was just getting clean when it really started popping up in the South Shore. So I got yeah. lucky, oh, yeah. you know. Dude, I heard uh, that. There's Angelica now. Hi. Hey, Angelica. I heard they're sticking fentanyl in pot. Yeah, pot, they're cocaine, putting it in everything. literally anything, yeah. It's uh, awful. And like, is this like a marketing scheme? Like... No, it's just. I know you smoke pot, but here's some fentanyl to go with it. Let's see what happens. They can make it so so cheaply, probably in such a small amount. Well, they said they said that it weighs it down, so it makes it heavier. It makes everything. Yeah, but are they trying to wipe out the people buying the pot? Like what the fuck? (laughs) That's what's gonna end up happening. Yeah. All right, so Brockton. Yeah. Detox. Yeah, office so, jobs, puking in the cubicle. Yeah, so that and then you know, like eventually, <laughs> that was the highlight of my yeah. using career. And uh, no, and then you know, in and out of detox, I tried a halfway house. Uh, I was actually on the island, you know, for oh, a little really? bit when there was treatment out on the yeah. island. Oh yeah, and um, hello you know, house. I couldn't hello house, yeah, mm-hmm. and I couldn't like get down with it because I thought like everybody wanted new sneakers and like I was like, man, I'm not cool enough, you know. Like I thought like <laughs> that was this ain't I my shit. That was, like, I thought All Air Maxes and a boyfriend with a fade was like you made it you know what I mean? <laughs> sobriety goals yeah. air max is in a boyfriend with a fade <laughs> i was like oh, and an accent we got it we got it you yeah, know exactly um but so i just i didn't know what i didn't know and i got like fake you know chips and i i was using in the halfway house and you know trying to dodge urines and it was just crazy you know what i mean i just didn't yeah. want to you be did, clean you, you know? didn't know what you didn't right. know no exactly like yeah and then by my last run um Though it just got so, like, I was, it was December, and I was living in a car um, yes. by choice, That's right? Always. Like, my <laughs> shit right there, living in them hot boxes. A Jeep. <laughs> yeah. And, 87 um, Blazer was my last residence. <laughs> so many people can you, run, can you run the engine uh, a little more? Nah, it's there cold. was no turning it on. <laughs> There's no yeah. gas money. And um, when I went to detox, it was December 3rd, and I still had my Thanksgiving clothes on, so you do that math. And, oh. Yeah, oh, it was time. Hey, and. Yeah. I get and you. No, yeah, no socks, no jacket, just like <laughs> yeah, living. Oh, <laughs> she's back. Um, but you know, I just I remember like so profoundly, like still to this day, it's like I can think about it and be right back where I was at, looking at myself in the mirror, like how did I get here? You know, how did I cross every line in the sand that I said I would never do? Like yeah. how did I get here? You know, and I really just yeah. was sick of waking up doing everything against my own will, hanging out with people that I didn't like, mm-hmm. doing things I did not want to do, right. putting drugs in me that I knew were bad, right? Um, yeah, the, the bar for your standard of living just kept going Oh, down yeah, well, and, it and just it's, keeps and, crossing the line. And exactly. the first time I went to detox, I really thought, like, I just liked to get high. I didn't know there was, like, the disease of addiction. I didn't know anything about that. But right. by the end, yeah. So when I went to detox this last time, you know, I sat in the front and I listened to the commitments that came in and – um you know, things started to, my perspective started to change. Like, maybe, maybe I could do that. Maybe, you know, they seemed happy. So, like, when I got out, I went to a meeting my first day, and I raised my hand, right? And there's, like, 200 people probably in that. It could have been 30. It probably felt like 200. And I was like, like, uh, my name's Larissa, and I'm an addict. You know, my voice is, like, shaking, and I was just a wreck. Cracking, like, this this close to crying. Yeah. That's how I am am all the time, anyways. (laughs) (laughs) But it's weird being a zombie for so long, and then getting clean, and feeling every feeling you didn't want to uh, feel and you didn't yeah. know you had and like why you were using in the first place yeah, you know yeah. 
Um, but I was lucky because because I said I was new and because I went to like I probably went to 120 meetings in the first 90 days. That's, you know? Yeah. And because I just didn't know how to not get high. I wanted to get high for the first six months, like every single day. It wasn't some yeah. people just like the obsessions lifted the day they get up. Like that was my story. Yeah, right, right, you know, um, right. it was it was painful, but it was like, you know, I got a I got a home group and they made me the greeter and I was like so pissed and I had to hug people like this and I was like Ugh, I don't want I don't trust you I don't want to hug you I know you know? and they'd be like oh you give grandma hugs and I'm like oh I oh, just well, don't yeah those weird awkward <laughs> like, friend so hugs so far away those yeah. awkward friend hugs because <laughs> I mean really I like I had been around people using but I was down to the animalistic level you know yeah. I wasn't asking yep. people yeah. about their feelings like so, but, you know, slowly, I mean, things got better. They started to get better. I did step work right away. I've been through the steps a few times now. And um, it was just, like, so important to have a sponsor that I could call and, like, not feel guilty about and for me, yep. you know, because yeah. I always felt like I was a burden. Like, I had no self-worth. You know? I know. It's right. it's crazy. Like, people people give you their number and you're like, they don't want me to call. Yeah. Why did they give right. you the number? When somebody calls me now, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. They like, yeah, use right? the number. Right. Yeah. Especially if it's like the next day or that night. You know, you're yeah. like, wow. Yep. I did that Things once. are different. I, I, uh, mm-hmm. I called and I didn't have anything to say and I didn't have any reason to call. So I just said, uh, <laughs> just I'm call calling I call. because I was supposed to call. Right. I just called <laughs> to say. I just called to say I love drugs. No. Um. But yeah, so I the first year and a half clean, I lived on a love seat. You know, I had a on get a well seat. job. Yeah, I'm five foot seven. You know what it's like to live on a love seat. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I do. <laughs> it's hard when you're tall. Yeah, and you're taller than me. Like only by two inches, I shrunk two inches. <laughs> I was five eleven. The last time I went to the doctor, I was five nine. What? Don't know how it no yeah. way. Yeah. You're not even old enough to qualify for that kind of stuff. <laughs> Osteoporosis. That's, that's, that's not true. You know Did that you get happened. His walker? That, <laughs> that happened to me too. That she, I was, I was. You uh, no, I didn't shrink. But she said I was. Uh, oh, she lied. Yeah. Well, no, she was wrong. So six feet seventy-two inches. Yeah. Uh-huh. So she said I was five foot eight or something like that. That's a big jump. No, trust five and believe me. And this girl were like, that ain't right. Checked that right. seven yeah. times. That is, exactly. She's yeah. like, you don't look 5'9". I know that. It's but. like me on the scale. I'm like, mm. <laughs> maybe if I step, take off these shoes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so, love seat living. Yeah, so love seat living, you know. Um, <laughs> love but like, seat living. But when you first get clean, it's like, Crossing your teeth is a miracle. You know, know, you're like, wow, this is great. You know, so it wasn't so bad, mm. you know. Then and they start bleeding. Because <laughs> <laughs> you haven't flossed in like years. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I mean, I just was riding that pink cloud for a while, you know, and I, and I had people like that sometimes in the beginning. Like I had one, uh, an older couple. And they took me hostage in their van, and they were like, we're not letting you go until you delete all your dealer's phone numbers. And I'm like, what? You can't make me do that. And they were like, no, we're not dropping you off to your house. I was like, because I had shared at the meeting that I wanted to use, right, that my dude was probably going to come. So, like, oh, in, yeah. in retrospect. But, um, but right. yeah, so then finally I deleted all the numbers, and I went home that night, and I stayed clean, right? I've been clean ever since. Wow. And, like, Good it's just you. funny, you know. And, and I always share that they say, like, not to get in a relationship for the first year and I got into seven you know and that like did you <laughs> did you really of course seven in the first year yeah I did not nice. know how to live yeah and then nice. when I was like seven months clean I started dating a guy with nine years clean I thought I made it I was like this is it yeah mm. <laughs> you know I can identify with that too <laughs> um, oh shit but yeah so you know and then yeah, so you want to find out how sober you are, get in a fucking relationship. Yeah, then you find out. How's your program working? <laughs> what your character defects oh, really huh? are. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, no matter what, I put myself through a lot of chaos that first year, but I just stayed clean. You know what I mean? I didn't pick up. I used my network. I used meetings. And when I was like nine months clean, um, I had like a lot of tragedy within like a five-week period. And, um, you know, my cousin overdosed. I have two cousins that have overdosed, um, you know, but the second one overdosed. And then my, you know, my sister got into a tragic car accident as a direct result of 
this disease, right? She was, mm. and she was my oldest sister, and she died. And then oh, uh, I got God. into a car accident where I was only capable of like picking up one bag of groceries, right? So like all this stuff happened all at once. I remember when the ambulance came with my car accident, they were like, "Are you? Do you have any allergies?" And I was like, "Narcotics." And they were like, "Which ones?" And I was like, "All of them." Like, <laughs> I'm like, "Please don't yeah. give me any narcotics." Yeah. None. You know, and yeah. but they tried to give me they tried to give me medication like four different times after that because I was in so much pain. Um, but I just my story I chose not to use. You know, I don't recommend that for everybody's story, but that's just my experience. So like this five week period, I went through so much, you know, emotional, physical pain. Um, but I went to meetings and I shared about it. And I said that, you know, I wanted to use and like all this stuff. And I just told the truth. And like, once I got through that stuff clean, I think that was like really a pivotal moment in my recovery. Cause I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, I feel like I could st- actually stay clean, you know? Cause even at nine months clean, I still didn't really believe that I could stay clean. It was, I was wow. like, I feel like this is an accident. So you know? do you think you were starting to identify uh, yourself as someone who didn't use getting that? changeover to from thinking of yourself as someone who is going to go back to using yeah right to thinking of yourself like as a someone who recovery. doesn't use yeah. in recovery i think that that's i think that that's a huge uh, part mm-hmm. of, of my story of like when i finally started to view myself differently yeah you know um, yeah that's that, that was a big big changing point yeah because it gives you some self-worth and some motivation to do something better You know, because if you feel like you're going to go back to that old life anyways, it's like, why bother? You know, right? you're kind of lying to yourself. You think you're lying to yourself. It's like having a reservation, too. There you go. Yeah. That's right. Having reservations. Yeah. 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 So then after that, I went back to school and, you know, um, I still lived on Loveseat for a while. And I I kind of bebopped around it. Um, you know, continued on in my step work and all this stuff. And um, I got highly involved in a church um, out in Plymouth, probably at like a little over a year clean. Actually, Angelica introduced me to that church. And, you know, I became partner with that church. And I was like highly involved for like two years. And I, like I said, I had two little sisters and <clears throat> they ended up coming with me. And these were like kids that were like not into God, not into the that whole concept and they told me straight to my face they would never go you know and mm. they grew up in the same household that i did so i mm. felt like it was important for them to have something right but right, i never pushed right. them i just kept living doing the thing and they saw the change in my life so then they started coming with me even though cool. they were like they were still kind of like weirded out because we were like eh, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the kind uh-huh. of church it was yep. yeah. um you know, but they were coming, and they don't. They don't go anymore. But I just still feel like but that it, structure. Yeah, yeah you, that they you, know God. You you planted cool. a seed. Yeah, and so as awesome. they get older, if they yeah. choose to get involved, you mm-hmm. know what I mean. I I didn't go to church for a long time. Yeah, and a lot of people are mad. Just at the church just recently, I ended up uh, going to a uh, life community over here in Quincy. Oh yeah, I I love it now. Like I'm up there <laughs> singing all the songs like. Like it's karaoke, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I, I ain't I ain't with the hand raising yet. I'm getting there. I'm it's getting, right. But it's like <laughs> it's, it's real. It's real. You know, it's no, yeah. I, I went to all the Catholic stuff, C C D, all that. You know, I did a, I did all of that. And like you know it's a Catholic mass when it's like kneeling, standing, kneeling, standing, you know. Yeah, yeah you don't have to do any of that. People. Don't yeah. have to do any of that. You right. can Me. I can go dress like this. I can wear my hat in there, I can bring my iced coffee. Like, right. That's the church I like. Yeah. People have yeah, tattoos way, and piercings. Yeah. And that's they the love my, addicts. Like the church, church that I was at, they love addicts. Yep. And um, I mean, really, if you, like my, my church is out of the Bible. And if if you read the Bible, those are the people that they love the most. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Broken, alcoholic, exactly. that's, prostitutes, whatever. Hey, that's what last week's Mass was all about was, was broken it? people. <laughs> yeah, broken. broken. Yeah. It, it was it was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. We're, we're all broken in one way or another. Yeah, oh, and, yeah. and and though that's you know, from what the from what what he what the pastor was trying to get across is those are the people that God wants to use. Yeah. yeah. The broken ones. Because, yeah. you know, fair to say we're not gonna screw it up. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> we, we're grateful for what we get. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
And I feel like as long as we're telling the truth, we're doing what we're supposed to, you know? Mm-hmm. And and that's a big part, I think, to staying clean for me is, like, giving back. Like, what can I do next? Who can I help? You know, because um, I feel like it's just when you're by yourself, it's like that self-centered, selfish, like, it all comes back. And it's that <clears throat> spiral, like, poor me, you know? Um, yeah. But, but when, I, when we get to help other people, it's kind of removes that self-centeredness absolutely like i get caught up in my head like last week i was i was all jammed up Mm -hmm. stuff just letting my thoughts completely completely take over everything Mm -hmm. like oh yeah it was like fucking all i could hear was circus circus music just (laughs) for days Mm -hmm. and like to the point where friday i was like i ain't fucking going to work i didn't go to work and i'm like and now right, you feel like do? shit that you didn't yeah, get to work. Yeah, now what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Boom. I know what I'm doing. My buddy's opening up a, f- a 12-step retreat house tomorrow, and he needs help over there. So, Derek. wham. Oh, there Revelations go. Recovery. Is shout out. Derek. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we got Howie chiming in on here. Um, so, cool. I went over there and helped. That's and so I felt a hundred times. And I've been here a while. And yeah. it, like, took some serious thought to get come to that conclusion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Nice. We can we can still get caught up. Time does not denote wellness. No. Time don't mean shit. No. Time don't mean shit. What are you doing? Yeah. What action are you taking? Yeah. You right. know. So do you do you look uh, back on uh, the the beginning uh, days of sobriety fondly? Do you do you have that yet? No. <laughs> no. See, I mean, see, that's the thing. I what just you just shared, what you just shared with uh, us, like seven relationships in your first year. Like most people would have fucked up and they would have picked. Oh up. yeah. So you were great. It's a miracle. You were blessed. Yeah. Yes. Thank yeah. you, God. That's, that's awesome that you that you survived that. And yeah, I'm I don't sure recommend that to Through anybody. that, you learned a lot about yourself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and what you needed to work on and what you needed to change. And I need some, I need to do some step work. I need to do something. Lots of step yeah. work. Yeah. And since then, <clears throat> I mean, after that, it was really three years until I got into another relationship. After that first year, you know, it was almost three years. So, but again, you know, I've. Everything has a purpose, you know right. what I mean, and, and it is by the grace of God that I didn't use. <clears throat> yeah, uh, but yeah, I don't look at I don't look back at those memories fondly just because it was so hard. It was, it was hard. so it's so like, hard. It's like that, you're a raw. It's a raw nerve. God, yeah, because I was I was sitting at work thinking today about like where my life is now and just where my mind's at now. I feel bad for anybody that had to be sorry to anybody that had to be around me when I was a newcomer because I like. <laughs> just uh, like talk 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 myself my you know all i could do was talk about myself and mm. cry and yeah. i want to use because the wind blew the wrong way and like you know right. what i mean it was yeah. just crazy and all the all the so things awful. that you read that were learned or relearned mm-hmm. and all the things that uh that you had to go through all yeah. the emotions that were that were coming up i look at it fondly at this point and it wasn't nice you at do. the time yeah, yeah. right yeah. I, I look at back at it like man that'll never uh, you know hopefully, hopefully i never have to do that again but it, you know that was quite an experience it was a it was a yeah you know it was a life-changing obviously very life-changing experience that um you know it's unique it's really if, if you get through it, it you learn a lot about yourself yeah yeah you know it's and, incredible it's an incredible experience and uh and it was the i always said and i say it still it was the hardest thing i ever had to do but the best right it was the best thing i've ever done for myself yeah. it yeah it, it mm-hmm. definitely was difficult um but I had I had put it down a million times out in the street. I just could never keep it down. Really? You know? Right. I could never keep it down. The well, best yeah. I ever did was on Suboxone, other than this time clean. I had like six months that I was on Suboxone that I just didn't do any crimes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I didn't like do anything substantial, but, but I just didn't live the lifestyle of the streets. You know? Yeah. Yeah. See, I, that came out before. After yeah. I got sober, yeah, you know, well, I, and I'm thankful. I think the only thing I did was uh, just became willing, yeah. just really open myself up. Became willing to let certain ideas go and be open to new ideas. Just, and just even asking for help. Asking for oh, help. Yeah. God came in Huge. and said, "Okay." So I always had this idea that he, he, you know, God could and would, but he, he could, but he probably wouldn't. Mm. You know, and and so yeah. that was my idea. And then when I gave that idea up, I think he, you know, he did. You know, and 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 I was able to take from all the help that's out there. Yeah. You know. Um, 
So so now what's what's going on in your life now? So now, fast forward. And how, how much has have things changed? Oh my god! No more no more love seat living. <laughs> No, I, I have my own my own apartment, my own, my own brand love new seat. car. Um, I still sleep just on a couch. Love seat, but... I actually have a chase lounge. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, big an extra foot. <laughs> Not bragging, but um, an extra foot. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, you know, I work yeah. I work in a corporate setting, um, Fortune 500 company. Just nice. stuff that I totally don't deserve you know i feel like but but i feel like god's placed me there for a reason you know and they and it's crazy yeah they make you wear socks <laughs> 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 amongst other things yeah you know but they like they trust clothes. me you know with like eight million dollars worth of accounts and it's just like crazy because sometimes i laugh to myself i'm like if you guys only knew like mm. what i did and Listen. who i am and you wouldn't give me this credit card in, you know in, just... in my early in my early <laughs> sobriety right i worked for this guy and we did painting and we're painting in the Boston Police Department. <laughs> You're like, okay. <laughs> <clears throat> and I remember one day I'm painting in the hair and fiber lab. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> and I'm sitting there, I'm painting down That's by the baseboard, crazy. and I look and I see this one hair like falling out of my head. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> so I grab it and I walk over and I put it in the trash because my luck, some nerd who works up there is going to be walking by, his hair is going to go whoop. Oh, there it is. And he's going to find mine on the floor and he's going to put it on his tray and I'm going to get hemmed up for some shit. I'm going to get hemmed up for some shit that I didn't do. You know what I mean? Double murder. Yeah. It's it's like same exact feeling. Like if these motherfuckers knew who I was and what I've done, I would not be in there. No. It's surreal. But like Mm -hmm. all that shit's gone by the wayside. Yeah. Life's totally different now. Right. Um, you know, I, I I work, I work. I have a city job. Yeah. You know, I, I when when I was Citizen. getting sober and I got my CDL, I I was able to get cleared by the federal government to mm-hmm. for hazardous materials. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. I I have a pretty long record. You know yeah. what I mean? It's kind of crazy. That's a gift, you know, and and, and it's funny too because when I think about like the even the ripple effect, that, you know, I was talking about with my sisters and stuff yeah. like that. But my dad, I mentioned in the beginning that he's an addict too, an addict alcoholic, and he he lived on the streets of Boston for a long time. And after I got clean, I think it, I was clean only like ninety days. Um, and he had tried to raise, he went to a meeting with me so I could get my chip and he tried to raise his hand for like a year more. And I was like, no, no, like you have not been. <laughs> and, uh, and he, you know, and ever since that day, he's, he's been clean ever since. Right. Because oh, wow. he just, you know, he doesn't do meetings. He doesn't do like what we do, but he has his own pathway to recovery, <coughs> but it's crazy. Right. Just that one moment that. Now my dad has been clean ever since. That's too, awesome. You know, that's and it's so like, awesome. It's crazy because I've I've seen him in active addiction, and it's like you know, I'm just grateful that we get to be in recovery together. You know, yeah, because yeah, <clears> that doesn't happen a lot. You know, it's crazy. It's like very cool. you you watch, you know, you watch addiction just rip families oh, yeah. apart. Like, right? It's it's just horrible to watch, but. You see, people. One person from a family can come into recovery, and and then it yeah, yeah. it just it just spreads out. It's like mm-hmm. starts wow. to help. They're yeah. looking, they're That's looking right. better. They're doing. You got a job? What? You got an apartment? Mm-hmm. Really? When yeah. when you going to the meeting next? Like, I know. Can I go? Yeah. Is it okay? Yeah. You know. My best friend called me. Um, you know, and we had used to get. We had been friends since I was fourteen, and she called me after I was clean, maybe like a little over a year, and she said, "Hey, you know, I'm getting out, and I don't know what to do, and I know that you're clean. Can you help me?" You know, mm-hmm. and we went to a meeting that night, and you know, she's had long term recovery since then. That was you know a few years ago now, and it's just nice. like crazy, you know, because she gets to see her son again and like all this stuff, and it's and it's just interesting because when I was out on the streets ripping and running. I didn't know people like actually got clean. You know? Yeah, those, those people that disappeared. Yeah, they just disappeared. Where they, where they go? Where they, they and then you walk into a hall and you're like, you're like, oh wow, oh, this yeah. is where you went. Yeah, we just thought you got yeah. bumped. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, thought, <laughs> either you got abducted, you went to jail, you died. I don't know. Yeah, right. but, but you didn't care because he wasn't giving you twenty dollars or whatever. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But yeah. It's so crazy. It, it's it, so it's, crazy. Yeah, it's really such a ripple effect. That's why I think it's important. You know. Um, 
that addicts I, I, I love stuff like this you know what I mean because I like when people meet me they meet me how I am now and yeah. you know just my yep. and then they find out that I'm an addict oh. right so then it gives mm. them a whole new perspective on what they thought they thought about addicts exactly you know? um, exactly oh like, yeah, yeah 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 because so that, you know, they think it's like some stigmatized yeah we're stigmatized and then they're like I've honestly I, I was in I've shared this before I was in Plymouth House Correction Mm-hmm. And this guy, Samson, called me over. He was the CEO. He's like, man, come over here. Good, wicked, wicked nice guy. He's just doing his job. Like, I never had any problem with the with the COs in there. Mm-hmm. Calls me over. He's like, listen, man, I was, I was reading your jacket. He's like, I can't. The way you operate down here, I can't picture you doing any of that stuff that, right. that you have in there. And, and I hadn't even come into recovery yet. Mm-hmm. I was in jail still. But... But in jail is where I found – that was where I found 12-step recovery. That's mm-hmm. where I found a 12-step meeting. Mm-hmm. You weren't under under the control of that gorilla. Yeah. And, and yeah. The, the, the fear that uh, that I have sometimes uh, of my healthy fear – some people don't believe in healthy fear, but call it what you will – of the strength of that addiction – once you start using and your ability to get away from it and how hard it is, how long of a road it is, and how strong mm. that influence is over you when you're using, it's it's something to be respected. If if mm-hmm. if fear is the wrong word, respect maybe, you know what I mean? Because uh, you it takes you away. You are no longer you. Oh, I know that. Hell for me. No. For me, I should talk. To, I should. I am no longer me that, when I use that Jekyll like, Hyde. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, I please. I wasn't. I, I'm nowhere like I am now. You right. know, mm-hmm. like it just you go away. Yeah, it's yeah. a it comes profound different. personality change. It's just crazy. And I'm yeah. sure too. That's like right. you, you guys see probably people from your past now, like I mm. do, and they're like, "Wow, well, you're so different." Yeah, you know? it's yeah, like, yeah. And I think just taking the drugs out. You know, changes you. You're like, okay, you know, I'm not going to rob or steal, probably, maybe. Yeah. Right. And, uh, you know, but then, you know, add everything else like learning curve and step work and praying and like yep. all that other yep. stuff. Helping others. It's just- like, yeah, by the end, you're just like completely different. That's why when I look at people, you know, even you guys have like substantial clean time, but, you know, even beyond that, like my sponsor, she has 33 years clean, 33 years clean. I'm That's like, awesome. I can only imagine. The difference, like there, she must be un- know, like know. unrecognizable. You know, what and, I mean? and we were talking yeah. earlier. Plenty we were talking about, um, you know, anonymity and and you know, traditions and all that right. stuff. But like I, I post recovery stuff on my page. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a post up uh, when it was my anniversary, and mm-hmm. just last week. When I was at Derek's house helping Revelations Recovery again, Plug. men's twelve step retreat. <laughs> <laughs> Invoice will be in the mail, Derek. <laughs> we need support. Um, we need sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. There um, we go, Derek. But sponsor. something I shared on my page. Mm-hmm. A, a girl messaged me. Yeah. Don't know who she is. Never met her before in my life. But what I put up caught her eye, mm-hmm. and she said, "I don't know you." Blah blah blah. And she asked me, I, I I need a sober house or I need treatment. Okay, here. Boom, boom, boom. Here's some numbers. Just go. because of what something I had on my page. See, yeah. that's so good. That's, that's unbelievable. Like, Social media see, is such a helpful tool. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's why that's why we have this yeah. going. You know what? Like, but the, 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 the traditions of Alcoholics Anonymous have worked for decades for that organization to do what it does. Absolutely. And they are the best in the game. Let's not even... They, you know, I mean, not, you know, 12 steps programs are the the best thing out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. They yes. have 12 step recovery is success definitely. rate mm-hmm. by far, although you can't do statistics on them because of the anonymity. Yeah. And, right. And but the generally anonymity. speaking. But, you know, we need, in addition to that, more ways to get mm-hmm. information out and more yep. people involved yep. and just because mm-hmm. people are just dying. Yeah, yeah, we're we're just we're just like uh, trying to to, to be right. something that people can network. Like, you know, we're we're not saying that we can get you sober or do anything, no. but we can point you in a direction. I can share my experience with you That's of what right. I did, right? Well, we and, and, and what was what was shown to me, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I, I'll lead I'll lead you to the water. Whether you drink it, that's up to you, you know. Mm-hmm. But I I know what worked for me and. 
I didn't I didn't do anything around here for almost eight years. I faked my way through A walls like <laughs> and God graced me. Yeah. Seriously. I was like self will run riot. I I don't know, two don't or three two or three by then <laughs> it was like by then I think it was two more baby two more baby mamas, then a third one. Only. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's there's been a couple uh, a couple I, if, things. If, if it could be screwed up, I screwed it up. Trust me, and I stayed sober, and I stayed sober. There's been That's a couple things in my important. life, only a couple things in my life that uh, have really um, been, you know, exceptional, out of the ordinary, that have that have really shocked me a lot. And and one of them was when I, the feeling I got when I came up with the idea to do this podcast. Yeah. It was, I was like thunderstruck, like the hairs on the back of my head stood straight up. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it was like the, a whole body feeling of like, that's what I need to do. And I, I, I don't know, I don't know what to say about it. I, I just know that, uh, that it's, it's, it's good and I need to do it and we need to do it. It's good. You believe in God? I certainly do. I'm, I'm Yeah. So that's, I just believe that that's God movement, the Holy Spirit telling you. That's what you got to do. Yeah, yeah I that's, believe it. That's too. really great because I, I can only imagine, you know, you only see a small part of the feedback from this, but imagine the stuff that you don't hear about that happens because of this or because of what you post. Or, you know, I have people all the time, um, you know, a lot of people say it's corny, you post too many inspirational quote, whatever, but I don't care, you know. Yeah, and, exactly. And I, I post either. whatever I want. Yeah. And, and um, so Somebody many people hear that, have that, come that to time. me, yeah, on the, on the streets or in meetings or outside of meetings, not in recovery and said thank you so much for what you post and please don't ever don't ever stop you know and stuff like that so it's like really crazy people you don't even know are watching right right well the 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 thing the people who you know think they got life by the balls and everything's going so great for them they're not going to be the ones who are going to be helped by it yeah yeah. and Mm -hmm. they're going to think it's corny because yeah they got it all sewn up and they know how to do everything you know yeah but when you when you when you're Having moments and you're down and you're feeling crappy and that and that you to read that one particular quote or whatever, um, it uh, it can help. You know, listen. You know, so many times, what matters. Like mm-hmm. we got a bunch of people that are that are on here now. Like so many times, stuff that they have posted, it's just like that's that's exactly. it right there. Yeah. That's what that's what I needed. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And like we'll be trying to like jack each other you know hey or or someone will put something up it's like i gotta borrow this i gotta send this to another group like i know this is perfect for this yes. person right now yes yeah and like so many times because sometimes i can't pinpoint how i'm feeling or or i can't like get the words out correctly mm-hmm. and like a, a big help to me is music huge yeah huge for me mm. like i, I can I agree if i'm in a certain mood i'll just be like boom put it put a tune on and <laughs> You know, yeah. if I feel real sad, I'll put on some thug music. I'm like, remember who you are. <laughs> <laughs> Don't right? forget. Right? <laughs> <I'm just> <laughs> Driving to my corporate job, but um, <laughs> but yeah, I think I think there's all different ways um to recover. And even I had done a, I think it's like the C car training or something here, because I had been definitely brainwashed, but in a good way by twelve step fellowships. Then I came and did a training here actually at this recovery center, mm. and it totally changed my perspective on like the pathways to recovery and right and and, and I, I think was, that's important i was yeah. very rigid mm-hmm. you yeah. know in the beginning like whatever you need to do to get into recovery do it yep for me as long as your end goal is abstinence from mm-hmm. the drugs that were fucking you up right then however you get there i don't care right. you know i had to go to jail I had to get locked up, removed from society because I couldn't stop. Yeah, I mean, so I, I that was fine. I was fine long, with that. Completely did. fine with that. Yeah, right. you know, and it's kind of a trip because I was uh, last night. I was scrolling through my notifications, and I seen a name that had liked something I put up on Life on Life's Terms podcast. And I look at the name, and I remember the name, and I click on it, hmm. and it was a guy who came to Plymouth House of Correction and put on meetings every single week. Oh no! And I cool. seen him like wow, that's six or seven so years. Yeah. Six or seven years into my recovery, I seen him at a meeting, and I said, "You probably don't remember me, mm. which is fine, but <laughs> I want to thank you, yeah, because you showing up every week helped me, mm. you know." And and it's like that's awesome, yeah. 
Yeah. And, and I'm like, like I didn't even know he followed heart. it. Like, <laughs> I didn't even, I, so was, I didn't even know he was on there. You yeah. know, so cool. Yeah, like yeah. I people that people that came in and shared their experience with me I've, have passed on. Mm-hmm. You know, there was this one guy, Jack, Ma- yeah. Jack the Marine. Yeah, I can't believe he, he was. He was on. amazing. He was, the stuff he said, man, is just like right between my eyes. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't deny what he was saying. You know, mm. and like I love all that old school. One-liners you know, yes. that just, like, they come up, say one thing to you, walk away, and you're like, my whole life just changed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, how do you do that? There's a guy around here, Rock Crazy Tommy. World. Crazy mm-hmm. Tommy. We used to go to a meeting over here in Quincy, in North Quincy, called the Couch Meeting. It was all just all couches. <laughs> and <laughs> the stuff he would say was blow my, so simple. Yeah. But it was like, whoa. Makes so much sense. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Mind blown. Yeah. Mm. It's I've learned so much about about life, about you know being a father, about being a good employee. Uh, you know, I I wasn't any of those things when I was out there ripping around. No. Nothing. It, and it's really Learn. funny how it translates pretty well too. Because like the other day, my boss pulled me in. And they don't know I'm an addict at work, and and he said something. He was like, "It's just interesting to watch you so easily talk to everybody on the team, and no matter what age they are, or how they act, or if they if they really are intolerable or whatever, they're like you deal with just fine." And I'm thinking, I'm like, that's literally from being in recovery, and right? Just dealing with yeah. everybody, or not dealing with, but being around Cause, everybody, yeah, cause it, all they, walks of life. Yeah, they, you know, there's yeah. there's a part in the book where. It says we are people who would normally not mix. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, like yeah. I wouldn't run with you on the street, but I'll I can I can deal with you now. <laughs> you know. Yeah. 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 I could probably learn something from you. Well, yeah. Tolerance. And, That's the uh, thing. Like you being humble, humility. When, yeah, it's a big deal. When we were in when we were in um, the treatment center, we were in Project Turnabout. Mm-hmm. We used to have to have what, what they called wraps. We had to talk, sit down and talk oh, with everyone yeah. in the house for five minutes. Call it a wrap, yeah. Because you had to move up through phases in the program. Yeah. And if you didn't meet certain criteria, you weren't moving up. Oh, and you yeah. got voted and up. It was a TC. And you got, yes. <laughs> and you got voted up by your peers. So if you, if, you were, if you were That's not getting along with somebody, cool. yeah. you had to sit down with them. I don't know. I think it was like 15 minutes or something. Yeah. You had to at least sit down with them for 15 minutes and talk. If that's not humbling, yeah. I yeah. don't know what is. But it, it was, of course, some people were probably like, "Yeah, just write it down." It, All right. Yeah, yeah. You know, but, there was a couple of those, be, yeah. but but I always said, you know, to to people when I went back and plugged back into the house, like, mm-hmm. listen, those raps, do those things because you never know what you could say to help someone else or yeah. what someone else can say to help, help you. you yeah. Very simple, yeah. and you know, you don't. We don't know who the teachers are going to be. Right. We have no right. idea. You know. I know my higher power ain't going to come down and sit down next to me and be like, hey, this is what you need to do. No, he's going to work through somebody else. Yeah, yeah. He's going right. to work through somebody else. And as I see it every single day. Right. Mm-hmm. As long as you're open to yeah. listen. Um, and that ain't always the easiest thing. Mm-hmm. I've had to switch everything up. My, my prayers, everything. You know, it just I've been doing the same thing for so long. It's like. Rah, 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 yeah, rah, it feels rah. like. I was I was praying for that earlier. I was like was praying not to just do it, <laughs> do it out of you know routine. I don't want to talk to God out of routine. I want to talk yep. to God because that's literally my whole source of my life. Exactly. You know? well, speak, exactly. speak from the heart. I yeah. guess is the most important. Yeah. Thing. Yeah, that's true. Have a yeah. friendship with him. You know what I mean? It's a hard relationship. To- but the first couple of years I was clean, though, I wore so many masks. Like, it was, like, nearly impossible for me to be myself. Yeah. Like, I, I wouldn't even... You didn't even know who yourself no, was. No, I was that's still right. a chameleon, that's you know? Yeah. And I think yeah. that that's important to, like, mention because it's... You that's don't okay. just come out with, like, yeah. self-acceptance. And, no. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like right. wow, I got a year clean. I got my whole life back. I got my kids back. I got self-acceptance. Like, it just doesn't work no, like you, that, you, you know? you come out of treatment and you, you yeah. dress in a certain way and, you know, then a year later, you're like... I don't even fucking like this. Wear this shit. Why, why do I, I have a Rockaway yeah. sweatshirt for yeah. 19.99? Yeah, like I don't even. Like, why am I? I really don't like this. You know? Holy shit! It yeah. takes. It can take a while to figure out who you really are. Yeah, well, I think is. that's what you one like. Of the, one of the biggest blessings of uh, of recovery is uh, is is getting to know who you are and and, and accepting yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and you know, and respecting yourself. I, and and I, and I that can that can change me. over time in recovery as well. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, things yeah. that I was into in early recovery, I ain't into now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. thank God, <laughs> those character defects are gone. 
No. <laughs> no. My, my buddy Jimmy said managing the character defects is like playing that game whack-a-mole. That's it's what like, I always say. Pow, it's like another pow. one pops up. Yeah. yeah. You know, my yeah. issues my issues are like a box of tissues. You pull one out and there's another one right there. <laughs> Oof, there's another one. It's yeah. maybe a little less loud. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> I know. So uh, well, what are we looking at? We're looking at. Uh, yeah, we're looking at time to clean up. Huh? Yeah, we better. Uh, we got to wrap, wrap it up. We got to wrap it up. But um, yes, we're sorry for the technical difficulties and the delay. What up, Terry? Um, we uh, we had a little uh, snafu with the computer, so we had to figure no something out. No tables were flipped yes. in the making. We it actually we, you we did were good. quite patient, I think. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we I was impressed. Right. I wouldn't have been. <laughs> yeah. Well, it 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 allowed us to learn that we can jump over to this computer. Yeah. A different True. computer and still go live yeah, on Facebook. Look at the positivity. So. Yes, we learned. That's the thing, man. This There's always something learned. positive out of everything. It's yeah. all in how you look at it. I did. You know? You're going to win or I you're going to learn. It. Yeah. Come on. Come on. <laughs> tell the truth. You going to learn today. You learn. <laughs> yes. All right. Absolutely. Yep. All right. Please subscribe uh, to the podcast at lolterms.com. The audio podcast yes. uh, is is uh, our whole library. You know, you can go back and listen to it. Yep. And uh, it sounds great. And uh, Yeah, I had I had someone earlier today, they wanted to know, or last night, wanted to listen to Mike's podcast, and they couldn't find it yet. I said, yeah, we're a few weeks behind. Oh, so yeah. So what they did was they put Facebook on and listened to it while they were driving through their commute. Perfect. Oh yeah, because you know? it was still up on yeah, Facebook. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you yeah like this page, share this page. You want to add people to this group. We're very responsive when you know people oh, yeah. need to be approved. Well, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to put out uh, two or three episodes in one uh, in one week to get us caught up. Yeah. Soon. I just uh, I haven't doing so much. It's so. life on life's terms, bro. Life's terms, bro. <laughs> it's that's why if the, that dude, ain't the truth. That. I don't, <laughs> It's so funny because when we first started this, the name, I had mentioned it and we were like, eh, kicking it around. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. But I don't think there could be a better name Couldn't now. be a better name, yeah. No. Right. LOLterms.com. Mm-hmm. Thanks, everybody. Like, subscribe, share. Thank you. And if anyone wants to come on, message us. Let us know. All right. Peace. Peace. I live in this world for the